You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, happy Monday, welcome into Wake Up and Wager, Steady Picks Radio. Tom, Ricky, we're your hosts. My name's Tom. Ricky, how are you this morning? Happy Monday. Oh, happy Monday, Tom. Good morning. How you doing? Lovely, lovely, and uh, it's it's good to be back. Tough weekend, which we'll go over, uh, but it's, it's nice to be back here. Uh, it is Monday, May 10th, believe it or not. So we'll get into recapping the weekend uh, in just a few moments. Uh, other things we have on tap today, more MLB discussion. Look at the NBA. Ricky had a nice little winner on the uh, through the NBA last night, which we'll get to. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Ricky, recap the uh, weekend for us, if you don't mind, if you have it up there. Sure, sure. Real quick, Tom. Oh, Hold yeah. on one second for me. One, one moment. <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to you, Tom. That's unbelievable. I can't believe that came out. I did not expect to win this little baseball competition, and I told myself if I pull it off, I'm going to have a little fun with it. But uh, let me recap the weekend for you, aside from the W I brought home. That was the that was the big news of the weekend. That was the big news. <laughs> so to recap everything, uh, we'll start with yesterday, just to kind of uh, dig into the most recent stuff. We had some tough baseball picks. I'll go through yours to start yesterday, Tom. We had the Marlins as a two-unit play. They lost in extras to the Brewers. Uh, It was a great pick there, Tom. Uh, Alcantara threw a gem just like you thought, but they just couldn't get the runs for him. Then we had the Mariners uh, against the Rangers. They lost that game. Um, You had the Orioles against the Red Sox. They dropped that one. Another close game. Great dog pick there that just didn't come through. And then you had a big dog cash, Tom. The Pirates versus the Cubs. Uh, I think the Pirates ended up beating them. 6-5. 6-5. It was bigger. They came back at the end there, but 6-5 was the final. Great hit there. Um, For my baseball picks, I had the White Sox. Uh, They had a nice win. The White Sox are hot right now, scoring a lot of runs. I had the Twins, which got postponed. Um, I I had an interesting pick with the Diamondbacks plus two. That pick pushed. But, Tom, what did you think when you saw that one? I I wish I could have seen your reaction seeing that. You know, when I was looking through the games yesterday, um, 
I saw the Diamondbacks open as close to plus 300. Three to one. Dogs. Jeez. On a baseball game. I said, give me that price every time. I'll take the chance. At plus 300, I don't even care who it is. DeGrom who. Never heard of him. I don't care. It's a baseball game. Anybody can show up. Anybody can play well. Anyone can hit a home run off of anybody. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I did and not that... bet it, but I, I really wanted to. And I didn't even think to do something like you had there, which was like a little plus two at a really good price, minus 125, and give it a go that way. Yeah, because the thing is, you look at some of these games that have the crazy juice, like the insane juice, and if you go to the alternate game lines and you look at how many runs they might be willing to give you, like if you give me two runs against any pitcher and any team in the league at this price, I'm going to take the two runs. This is just a bet I'm willing to throw out there. Especially, so you don't hate it, though. You don't hate it, you're telling me. No, I don't. Especially when, like you mentioned in your write-up from, from uh, yesterday, when the total is so low. So they're expecting six to seven runs in the game, and you're getting a plus two. Well, there's not a lot Straight. of outcomes that uh, you don't push or cover a plus two. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's only going to be six runs. No, I agree. That's why. Four to just... two you cover, you know, there's a lot of ways you cover that. And like you said, they might win the game outright. And they might so... win. It's baseball. Yep, yep. But um, moving on, I um, – for the steady picks results, we had a, a Celtics play <clears throat> early in the morning, excuse me, but uh, there, an update went up before the game. Uh, Jalen Brown had been scratched from that game, so we actually didn't get the real Celtics heat matchup that we thought we were going to get. Um, and then they had the Marlins as a steady pick system play as well. Tough loss there. Um, I wanted to jump into Joel's picks a little bit over the weekend too because – Speedy Joey had a tough weekend, but I don't know, Tom, did you watch any of these fights? I did not. Did not watch any UFC this weekend. Okay, okay. So my man's had some tough luck. Um, he had he hit one of his five-unit plays. He missed one of his five-unit plays, which was uh, Klein versus Trezano. And, Tommy, I don't know what's going on with these UFC judges. Uh, but one of those. It was one of those. Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't. It wasn't an extreme one of those where it was like, you know, I'm sure there were some people who felt Trezano won, but one of the judges ruled the fight like 30-26 or 30-27 and gave all three rounds to Trezano. That that judge threw off the whole ruling, and I don't know. I just feel like the UFC. This is becoming a common theme where like. When it goes to a judge's decision, you don't know what the fuck is about to happen. And I, and I think that. they really need to take a look in the mirror and think yep. about what they're doing with the judges. Because it really, I mean, what are they, or at least be able to interview them afterwards or see their cards after, like something. Like, hey, why was this a 30 to 27 fight? The opposite way of everybody else and what they thought. Like, give me your reason why. And I'll respect yeah. the reason. They could say they, they could say anything, and I'll at least respect it. They're a professional UFC judge. I'll respect whatever they say, but I have to know why, and I have to know how in those situations. I couldn't agree more. And I think even Dana White is, is like, fed up with it. 
he's made some comments uh, in the past, and you know I know that one caught his eye too. But a tough loss for Speedy Joey, nonetheless. I it's hard to even you know say he was that wrong with that one if you, if you watched it. But he hit a nice uh, a nice dog, uh, Murano versus Cowboy Cerrone. Not a lot of people were going the other way on Cowboy. Joel had a two-unit play at plus 165, a nice hit there. Uh, but in total, you know, the weekend, I would say it was an average weekend for everyone. You know, no one really uh, had an overly big weekend. No one got overly killed. You know, it was just kind of a, a bleh. Yeah, and I finished the weekend, I finished the, the weekly contest, uh, negative units it looks like. I think I was up to as high as three at one point. Uh, I was plus one heading into yesterday, and I, I threw out a few plays, uh, a, fl- a few extra plays, trying I to kind of gain some ground. I put out four plays, and three of the four probably had a real good chance to win, right? The Pirates won, obviously. Marlins were right there the entire game. I don't know how they didn't win that game. Um, the Orioles were right there the entire game. And the Marlins got killed, which is okay. I would have taken a three and four day. <laughs> yeah, no, you were you were that close. But it was a, it's interesting. And I wanted to touch on this for a second, Tom, because being in a head-to-head pickoff like this, it's so strategic. You know, there's – there were so many ways to approach this in terms of the way we had the rules set. And I always find it really interesting to see how, you know, especially going into like the last day, I had no idea how, how you were going to go about it. So I just kind of, uh, went with my own strategy and luckily I caught some breaks with you missing some of those games. But the one thing I will note is I think I risked a lot more units than you. Not that it matters. You got the lead and you kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit. But it's okay. I get it. I would have done the same thing probably. But I think I risked a lot more units than you did. I think you got up and you started a half unit play, half unit party. And uh, that was all she wrote. Never had a chance. Well, this is what you have to remember, Tom. I actually, most of my bets are not in the MLB. So I was still betting other sports. Um to go with those. So I was just trying to do like my real bets. You know, if I, I wasn't trying to force anything, I was sticking with uh, some NBA stuff, sprinkle it in. But if you've noticed, most of my plays actually are half unit, like in any sport. I, uh, I don't typically do go a lot of half unit. Yeah. But I hear you. I hear you. You, you didn't like that. I like, I think I, I risked almost push. double the units and hey, maybe that's we could, we could check. my own. Um, I think I just did. You risked like eight, and a half units i risked like 15 oh geez i had a lot of uh postponed and pushes too i don't know if you noticed you that did. you did but... that's the nature of the old plus one minus one yeah uh, you'll get some pushes yep yep but it was i think it was interesting that as much as we liked the you know minus one plus one kind of conversation didn't really do all that well for you Let's take a look. I think you – it was 0-1. Dodgers lost at a minus one. Then it was 0-2. They lost again. You had the Dodgers again. 1-2. Yep. The Braves win a minus one the other night. Uh, Padres minus one and a half against the Pirates. That lost. A postponed. 
Padres minus one against the Pirates again at one. And another Cubs game got postponed. And then the Cardinals minus one and a half against the Rockies. That did not win. Robbery. That was garbage. Yeah, it was terrible. For the record. Diamondbacks push. And then the Twins were postponed. So I think it went like two and four. You're actually right. Small sample size. Small, 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 small. But I thought it was interesting. I want to know how your dogs did in this competition. I'm curious. I'm going to check real quick. Not good. I don't think they did very well. One and one. Two and one. Two and two. Two and four. Two and five. Three and five. But you know what? You might have made money on that three and five because yeah, you hit three a couple and five big ones. Is close. I think it' just not quite going to make money, but like close to breaking even on a three and five. Yeah. Either way, it was a fun competition. I, I always enjoy. Maybe next time we'll firm the rules up a little and we'll make it so like uh, maybe something more like the Johnny Manziel competition where we do you have to pick three games or you have five units or something like that. Well, I hear there's some rumbling uh, through the grapevine that uh, Matt, who is our host of Vegas Always Knows, airs at noon. He's up for a little contest. He, oh, is he? he? Actually, he wanted the winner this week in a little baseball pick em, little pick-off. Hey, you tell him to bring it on, and what I'm going to do behind the scenes, Tom, is I'm going to bring you on. I'm going to bring you on to Team Ricky, <laughs> and we're going to take Matt down together. All right? We're going to do Wake Up and Major versus, um, what was his, his show? Vegas Always Knows. And I do. I really enjoy Matt's show, by the way. Great. If, if you guys haven't tuned in yet, uh, I believe it's on at noon. Awesome yep. show. Matt knows his stuff. He's a baseball guru, but you tell him it's on, Tom. I will get him, him the message on. today. I know he was excited and waiting for the winner of this challenge to emerge so that uh, he could he could step in and try and uh, do a little baseball pickoff. Love so it. So we'll get that organized. Um, Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Tom and Ricky, we're your hosts. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will discuss the games today that I like. I'll give you one that I like. So far. Ricky will be back in a minute. Visit www.steadypicks.com and become a member today. A Steady Picks membership is only $20 per month and gives you all the tools you need to become a better sports better. Use promo code RADIO for 50% off your first month and follow us on social media at Steady Picks for daily updates. Enjoy listening to Steady Picks Radio and be sure to head over to SteadyPicks.com and sign up today. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Tom and Ricky here. Thanks for taking a quick break with us. If we haven't mentioned it today, 
SteadyPicks.com. Go sign up. It's $20 a month. Get you access to everything we have to offer. Best bets from our experts and handicappers on the radio station and part of our team. The weekly newsletter covering some of the major sporting events going on. And overall, just everything you need to help you become a little bit better of a sports handicapper. It's news. It's information. It's everything you're going to need. If you're looking at the board every day and you're not quite sure what you like, what you want to take, you like too many things, you don't like enough things, sign up for Steady Picks, $20 a month. We can help you make those picks smarter, better, and hopefully win more. Ricky, let's look at today's game. See if there's anything that catches our eye. Something we might have to bet. There's not a lot of lines up this morning uh, for the MLB. A lot of yeah, stuff's not, not quite up yet. Lot. But that's only okay. Only seeing three games with the lines up. Yes. How... <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I only see three. Um, one of these I do like quite a bit. Okay. So I will uh, talk you through that a little bit, and we'll we'll get that one locked in. But yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know. I, I think every once in a while there's just a day where the um where the pitchers like it's kinda the back end of the rotation and then, you know, they're just not sure who's going and what the odds should be on a guy on the back end of the rotation. So I think that's that's the reason for that. Makes sense. Um while I get this all ready to go, are there any? Uh, was there any recap like your weekend of baseball? Like how did you or uh, basketball? How did you do in the NBA? Did you do okay? I don't keep an eye on it anymore. So, did you do all right? Like how'd it go? Tell me about it. You said something about a Lakers. I did. I did, and I I texted you last night, Tom, to get to get this pick in, but I, I had a nice Lakers hit yesterday um i had lakers plus seven up on steady picks i bet the pet the plus seven but i also took the money line before the game so uh really really good hit right there trying to see what my other nba picks were i had a golf pick yesterday didn't go well of course rory mcelroy wins for the first time did he really i didn't even see he did he came back from a couple strokes down on sunday and got the w um let me see we did have a nuggets the steady pick system a brutal nuggets loss i don't know if you saw that game the nuggets were blowing them out in the first half killing the nets they just completely took their foot off the gas in the second half and the nets come back and win the game by six points we had uh nuggets plus four and a half and of course, we don't even get that garbage two pointer at the end to to get the cover with the plus four. But like, if you would have told me at halftime that the Nuggets were not covering that game, I would not have believed you. Like that it was physically possible because <laughs> they're a tough team. You know, they don't really fold the Nuggets. They're they're scrappy, and they they folded. That was an ugly one. But oh, overall, the NBA is just disgusting. You got to follow steady picks with the NBA because their system is highly profitable. It's been for two, three years now. Like when something wins for two, three years straight, 
you can start to trust it. And I hope the people have realized that. But my picks, too, I hope everyone knows that my picks, they're not – they don't uh, – I don't generate them, you know, based off of the steady picks plays. But I definitely keep an eye on their plays. And I look for some of the, th- uh, the things that they look for within those plays, too. So I try to stay – pretty consistent with what steady picks likes even with my own picks love it love it ricky over to the mlb let me tell you the play that i like today and it's a it's a gross one it really is but uh you know we got to stick with the system we got to stick with what we're doing i know the weekend didn't turn out quite great for us we had a lot of divisional dogs with line moves in their favor yesterday um, and they did not come through for us very well, which was a shame. But uh, you got to stick to the system. I know it's going to work long term over the course of the season, over the course of a month. It's going to work. So we'll stick to it. The game I have my eye on here is uh, the Texas Rangers and the San Francisco Giants. The Giants are 20 and 14 this year, playing exceptionally well. Texas Rangers on the money at 500 with Kyle Gibson on the mound. And we're going to go ahead and back the Rangers here. Wow. We are at a plus uh, 130 is what uh, plus 128 is what we're going to get. Plus 128. Good old Kyle Gibson catching your eye, huh? Kyle Gibson, his advanced numbers look fantastic. They really do. Um, I'm really impressed with his stuff on the other side. Alex Wood has a sub two ERA and he's three and oh also, but his numbers look like he's due for a bit of regression back to the mean. We always talk about it all the time, but if you're overperforming or underperforming, you're due for regression back to the middle. And it's only a matter of time before that happens. The law of averages, they call it. Little statistics uh, talk for you. Little statistics dirty talk if, you, if you're if you into that. <laughs> <laughs> the law of averages. Everything comes back to average. Alex Wood, under 2 ERA. Yeah, that looks great. We can pull up his advanced stats. His, his expected ERA is over 3. Hard hit rate's high. Strikeout rate is lower than it has been historically in his career. He's due for a little regression. Kyle Gibson, he's right on par with what the advanced numbers say he should be doing. So I like flying this out at 128. The line's down a little bit. It opened like 140, 138, 140. So it's down um, a few cents. And I really like the Rangers here with a good pitcher. I think they can uh, get it done. I like I like this pick, Tom. Something worth noting: the Rangers are a cash cow. If you've they been are. betting them, whew, they uh, they're actually both these teams. These are two of the most two of uh, the top five most profitable teams in the MLB going head to head. But not only that, two of the two profitable pitchers as well. So you got Kyle Gibson, who is uh, almost plus five units on the year. If you've bet all of his starts 
And that's a stat I want to get for you, Tom, maybe for tomorrow's show. I want to know who the top, you know, five, six most profitable pitchers at the moment Ooh, I like are. I like Kyle that. Gibson's one of them. I'll tell you that 100%. This guy is, if not the number one, he's in the top five. Okay. I like that. I like those numbers. I think they're important. Love some profitability. So that's going to be one of my plays for sure, the Rangers. Um, I can't help but be tempted to take the Orioles again because I, I really think that the I think that the Red Sox are kind of phonies, honestly. I think they're a little. I bit totally phony. agree with this, Tom. And uh, I couldn't agree more. I think they're due for uh, some losses, and I'm trying to pick the right spots where it makes sense and where the pitching lines up and maybe divisional game where they could lose a few. Um, that's how that's the approach I took with the Orioles last night. That didn't really work out. Um, and now we're here with the Orioles again. And you know what? I'm still going to go with the Orioles here. I'm going to have, I'm having two plays for you, Ricky, because I do like the Orioles a heck of a lot, a heck of a lot. Orioles like it. plus one twenty five divisional dog. That great spot between you know plus one forty or less, kind of short dog. They'll fit into that very well. And then the one thing I thought that was interesting with the the advanced pitching numbers is uh, the Orioles pitcher Jorge Lopez. Um, his numbers are interesting. Um, he has almost a seven ERA right now, but his expected ERA is four and a half, which hmm. tells me again the law of averages. Let's come back down to average. He's due to have a good outing. Based on his numbers, the ERA should be less. He's good to have a he, he's due to have a solid outing. Thirty-six percent hard hit rate, twenty-one percent strikeout rate. That's the best in his career that he's ever had. I think this guy's not bad, and I think uh, I think it's worth backing him in the Orioles today. Uh, on the other side of the mound, Martin Perez, who is spectacularly average, like most pitchers, thirty-eight percent hard hit rate, twenty-one percent strikeout rate. 4.2 expected ERA. Right on par with his real ERA, right on right on the money. Yeah, he, he's uh yeah, has this guy does he have a good record on the year? No, he is 0 and 2 listed. He's 0 and 2. 0 and 2. Okay. I don't know much about this guy. The Red Sox have a lot of unknown in the starting pitching department. Big time, and so do the Orioles because they've got a lot of young guys, uh, like pitching, or a lot of prospects, a lot of young guys, a lot of inexperienced guys. Um, Orion Lopez has been around for a few years, so not necessarily him. But last night, it was a top prospect. He actually, he you know, he pitched a good game, but a lot of lot of young guys that they got pitching for the Orioles. 
That guy means. When's he pitching again? Means, yeah, that's always. But now you kind of lose the value on him because everyone he, when they see him, it's coming like, off the oh, no no. Yeah, that means. And I know you love fading the team, uh, fading a guy off a no hitter. Isn't that like a pretty profitable system? It is historically. It is. And so we will so, be doing that again when means pitches. I think he goes tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Okay, we'll keep an eye on the price. I'll probably uh, keep a very close eye on that because I want to jump on, jump on it right away. Are they playing the Red Sox again tomorrow? Uh, you know see. what? I'm... Yeah, they got the Red Sox again. Or no, yep, no, no. That... let me see. I was looking at today. They know uh, they go to the Mets. Go to Strong. the Mets. Away at the Mets. So the way you got to play this, if you like, if you like uh, fading means tomorrow, is you got to set a reminder on one of your apps to notify you when the line is posted. And you got to log on as fast as you can, and you're gonna have to go bet the Mets. Lock it in, because this will be one of those games where that line kind of moves, doesn't make any, you know, it's going to move towards the Mets, even though everybody's betting John Means and the Orioles after the no-hitter. It'll be kind of the reverse line movement, so you want to grab it. You want to grab it as soon as you can. Okay, I'm I'm taking notes of that right now, marking it down as a, <laughs> in my little calendar on my app. And they'll have Stroman, so they'll be, they'll be good. Yeah, that's that's a sharp play. Other games today without lines, just that we're looking at. Uh, the Marlins and the Diamondbacks play. Undecided pitchers there. The, Screw uh, the Marlins. I'm done with them. They burn me. They can't score, Tom. They can't score. I know. I they know have they electric can. pitching, and they can't score. Their pitches are incredible. They got like three of these guys that are just lights out, and then they can't. And you know who they have? Uh, remember Sixo Sanchez? I think yeah, is his oh name yeah. from the Phillies. Yeah, he's coming up, and Phillies might regret. Oh, I mean, JT's a great a great catcher. I don't think they're gonna regret it, but that's an arm that you're always gonna when be, you watch him pitch, you're gonna go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna have the for sure, especially when you see how electric he is. Because I mean. Just wait. I've seen a couple of his starts this year uh, in the minors, just like highlights of him. I've been keeping an eye. This guy, he throws hard and he's electric. Uh, and along with him, they have all these other young pitchers that have been pitching really well. So it, it's Marlins have a, a pretty nice thing going if they could figure out how to hit the ball. Derek Jeter might know what he's doing after all. People got on him in Miami early, but uh, have faith in the guy. He knows what if he's they doing. can't hit, I gotta tell you that. Which is odd, yeah. He he, you'd think he'd have some of those uh, contact hitters. Like he was a a three hundred career hitter. Go go find yourself one of you, Jeter. <laughs> Easier said than done, I'd say. <laughs> Definitely, all time great. The um, I may be interested in the Marlins later. I am too. Looks like they have uh they they generally have the Diamondbacks number pretty nice. One uh swept them their their matchup earlier in May, like last week. Uh like the first week of May. Miami what, beat them 3 times. Tom, what did we not like about the Braves last night? 
Did Nola get rocked? I'm just seeing the score right now. I didn't watch this game, but I really liked the Braves, and I didn't take them. Yeah, they were divisional dog, short dog. It was, I think, the line. Let me see what it closed. I know it was floating around, like, the minus 115 come back plus 100, something like that. I think I saw a minus 105 when I looked at it, and I, I wanted the plus money. That was what held me back, but... Yeah, little uh, reverse line movement for the Braves. Open plus 100, went down to as low as minus 107, even both ways, minus 107, minus 108, come back. Despite the Phillies money. Despite the Phillies money, everybody back in Aranola. So, damn it. Was kind of a no-brainer. I I have a hard time betting against the Phillies because they're like my favorite. uh, I love the Phillies. Oh, you're one of those guys, Tom. You can't I keep just, the emotions out of it. It's the only team that I that I do that for some reason. Like I just can't keep my emotions off the Phillies because I love them to death. They're the only so team fun. I have a tr- tr- hard time doing that. Uh, that that's hilarious because um, I have a buddy of mine, Tom, and he's a huge Bears fan. Okay, like a ridiculous Bears fan, and the way that he sees it is he'll bet the other team, but he sees it as he's buying his team a win. If he, because he's such a bad gambler that if he just fades his team, they'll win. Because he, he, the, the betting gods won't let him win money. So he bets against his team every week, and he's either happy that he won a little money, or he feels he bought his team a win. So he, he walks away a winner. Interesting. Way. Maybe I, we got to try that with the Phillies because they suck. <laughs> but that's an that's an interesting uh, strategy. Fade your favorite team. You can never be fully happy ever. A whole course of a season, you'll never really fully be happy. What are we doing to ourselves? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Phillies, yeah, it stinks. They had some value. Or the, the Braves had some value. We didn't We didn't quite capitalize on it. After the day I had, I think I was throwing in the towel. There was no more value to be had for the day. I hear you. Well, one, one thing I want to make sure we touch on today, Tom, because you could probably sure, sure. shed some light. What in the world is this play-in tournament in the NBA? This is the oh, dumbest gosh. thing of all time. Who? I'm with LeBron on this, and I'm, I don't agree with LeBron very often. I'm not a LeBron fan, but whoever created this should be like fired and removed from the NBA. This is stupid. So... The problem I have with players chirping about this is that the only – and it's kind of funny and it's ridiculous. The only players that want to complain about it are the players that might potentially be in the, in the playing team. <laughs> playing seed, game. Yep. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's like you didn't complain about it all year, and now that you're sitting at this – because you were at one, two, three, now you're falling to the seven spot, and now you want to bitch and complain about the playing games. Same with the the – the Mavericks were doing it all season. Said, hey, guys, you don't want to play in the playoff game? Go win a few games, would you? Stop losing. <laughs> like, but do you- I don't care what the players have to say about the playing game. That's the rules. Yeah, you can complain now that it's close and you're sitting on the fringe of the playing game. Now you hate it. Like, shut up. And that Celtics and Heat game had big playing game uh stakes on it too but what i'm asking tom is what exactly even is it because i didn't even really read into what the playing tournament is let me walk you through it um the seventh and eight seeds and the nine and ten so those are the key seeds you have to uh 
those are the key seeds you have to kind of keep in mind. Okay. This is where it gets asinine. The seven and the eight seed will play one game. The seven and the eight. Remember, it's seven, eight, nine, ten. A normal tournament bracket would be seven, ten, eight, nine, right? Right. High seed, low seed. No. Seven and eight plays, eight and nine plays. Or seven and eight, nine and ten. In a one game? One game. The winner of the seven and eight is the seventh seed in the playoffs. The winner of the seven and eight, seventh seed. Okay. The ninth and the tenth seed teams will play one game. The loser is eliminated from the playoffs. Nine and ten. The loser is eliminated. The winner of that game will play the loser of the 7-8 game. For the 8th spot. For the 8th spot. So the 9 or 10 teams need to win two in a row. The 8th or 7th seed need to go 1-1. One one. They can lose one and then win the second. Wait, I think I love this, actually. I think I actually think this is good for the NBA. Do you, I though? completely take back my statement. Yeah, I do, because it gives actually uh i mean it does give two additional teams an opportunity to keep playing but it also creates like where you really don't want to fall into that so if you're like a mid-seed team you're still incentivized to keep going like i I see from a a standpoint of getting players to continue playing throughout the season because like the nba obviously cares about ratings and like this wasn't just put into play because they wanted to have a tournament. This is money driven. Yes. And this is from, you know, that's so. my biggest problem with it is that this doesn't, it's just all money driven. You're trying to avoid teams like tanking, uh, trying to keep more teams in playoff contention, which is generally a good thing for the end, you know, the end user us more games, better games, more competition. My biggest problem with the whole thing is the one-game play. And that's what a lot of the players will say, too. But I think the one game is just not enough, especially in today's NBA where anything happens. People come back from 40-point deficits. Like, all the above happens in the NBA now. And I feel like... You play a 73 game, what they play this year, 73 or something, 72, and now it comes down to one game? Yeah, but Tom, if you hate that, think about how dumb the MLB wildcard thing is then. To play 162 games and let it come down to one game for a, that wild card, that extra wild card that's put in. Like, and even Baseball's the NFL, adding a 17th Baseball's game, just they're different. all doing it. They're all doing this shit in a different way. Every sport is, you know? Yep, absolutely. The football one is, I don't know how that got approved, but we'll save that for another day. I don't know how or who at the Players Union (laughs) approved the 17th week. Unreal. But, uh, you know, you run the risk of then guys, like, taking rest like they do in the NBA. Like, to me, the NBA is in the worst spot of all sports in a way. I think like, baseball is, but then again, they're having a they're having a positive season. I feel like now being 
So, and the NBA was really ascending at one point over the last, like the NBA has come a long way. Absolutely. You know, Adam Silver's done a great job. But um, one other note on that playing game, though, Tom, think about the excitement from a fan point for the elimination games, though. Like, like imagine seeing the Lakers. Like, me personally, I would love to see the Lakers end up in an elimination game and cry baby LeBron. Like, I just – I would love to see him have to play in an elimination game and bitch about it after. Whether we may he very well see that. We may very well, honestly. I, I hope. Um, that, I, yeah, I'm okay with it. You know, anytime there's like an elimination game or a one game thing, it's really exciting and everybody loves it. So I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I just think that the NBA is in a tough, like to me, the NBA is in the in a tough position around all of the sports because, yeah, while it's exciting and the and the viewers up, I don't feel like every game is just ridiculous. And you never know who's playing. Like, I'm not going to watch the Sixers when Embiid and Simmons are both out. I'm not going to watch the 10 o'clock ESPN game when Kawhi decides to sit 20 minutes before the game and everybody and else doesn't want to play. Anymore, Tom. Now you're right because at one point it was like, all right, we're in a we're in a global pandemic, which I know we still are to a degree. And we understood it a little more last year, but these aren't COVID-related scratches. And if it like, was, that's one thing, and I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, you're you're so right about that. They're, these teams, they're playing games, especially from a betting. Like, going back to the UFC, I don't want to backtrack too much here, but, like, that's one of the sports that's really embracing yes. betting. And they're even showing live betting lines. Like, this weekend in the fights, they were showing the live betting lines throughout each round. And it's like, you want to know what fucking pisses betters off is when someone wins a fight and then it goes to a judge's decision and they lose it. And in the NBA, you know what pisses a better off when they bet the Utah Jazz, but then Donovan Mitchell and so, or look at yesterday with the Celtics. Some of our members probably didn't log back in and get the update. Yeah. They bet the Celtics, Jalen Brown's out, and now, you know, you're holding a bad ticket and it's it's garbage. It's crap. They gotta fix it. It's crap. And there and there's not gonna you're never gonna change it because they just wanna add more games and more games and more schedule and crunch the schedule and then who cares? It's it doesn't matter. Nobody's gonna play the eighty two game season anymore. And the quality of the game the quality of what you're watching is awful in the NBA. It truly is terrible. Until the playoffs, at least. Until the playoffs. And the playoffs are one thing. I, I love watching the playoff basketball. I do. But I can't even get through a whole NBA game anymore. I can't even watch it. I'd rather watch baseball, as crazy as that sounds. I agree. And that's one of the things you miss so much about March Madness is just seeing those kids play so hard. Those games coming down to defensive possessions, going down to the wire. Like, you're right. You, you just don't. You don't get it in the NBA, unfortunately. So that's why I choose to stay away. I stay away. We're going to do some baseball instead and uh, wait for the playoffs to come around, wait for the NBA to see some better days with guys that want to actually play basketball and not take personal days. It's just a bunch of drama queens. Personal days. Oh, my arm's a little sore. I better sit this one out. Oh, it's a rest spot. We're on a back-to-back on the road it's a rest spot for me like come on you're paying millions of dollars go play basketball 
Yeah, I hear you, Tom. I and hear I'm you. afraid that the NFL is going to turn into that a little bit with the 17 game schedule. Now there might be a spot on the schedule where every star is like, hmm, that could be my off, like my off week, besides the bye. Like, hmm, that could be a good spot for me to to sit one out and just uh, you know rest a little bit. Are they double bye weeking in the NFL now? Is there going to be two bye weeks? Is that Part of the way this got passed. No, no, no. It's still just one. Jeez, yeah. I gotta, I gotta read up. There's on gotta be some, some monetary, like if a guy plays that many games or something. I'd imagine there has to be some layer of it like that. Yeah. To try and entice these guys to not sit out just another extra game and keep the essentially keeping the 16 game season. It's gonna tie up fantasy football this year too. What do uh? It's gonna have to readjust the stuff for the the fantasy people out there. Absolutely. And tomorrow, I want to talk about the um. I want to look at the Super Bowl. Like, I want to talk a little bit of football. I know Ricky, you'll you'll love that. But I want to talk about like the conference odds and some of the divisional odds and. Um, That's perfect, Tom. The season because I'm toes. putting my bets in. I'm yes. getting them in today. Literally, I. I was looking at them this weekend. There's two futures bets that I'm putting in today, and I'm putting them in big. And let's discuss them tomorrow. That's beautiful, and that's where we'll leave it here. We'll. Uh, that's what we'll. That's where we'll end it. We got tomorrow. We're going to talk about the some of the NFL futures market. Anything I like. Ricky said he's got two that he's placing a bet on tonight, and uh, he'll he'll update us in the morning. We'll get what his two favorite picks are for the futures market ricky thank you so much for joining us this morning steady picks radio wake up and wager we'll talk to you tomorrow have a good day everybody